Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, I keep saying it every week. I've been saying it for several years. Every week is more crazy than the preceding one. Uh, this self-quarantine, this coronavirus thing, the whole world's different. Unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not out there watching it. I am into my 49th day of self-quarantine. The farthest I have gotten from my front door is two steps on my front porch to get something. That's it. I have not left this house. Uh, And it's not bad. I'm doing okay. Uh, And I've got no choice. This was my idea. Both of my doctors think it was a wise move. Uh, they say if you're old, you've got to be careful. I'm 84. If you've had, if you have a heart condition, you've got to be careful. I've got a heart condition, uh, <laughs> not a good one either. Uh, and I've got about 18,000 other little underlying problems in my body. So I thought this was the best thing to do. Uh, for those of you who may not have the opportunity to do what I'm doing or the desire, it's not bad. Uh, I fortunately. The blog here keeps, that I do every day takes five to six hours, so that keeps me busy in the morning. I start at 6, I'm done 11 to 12. I have lunch, watch a little TV news, uh, go back to the computer and do some more writing, try to work on a chapter every day on my book, Growing Up Italian. It's moving slower than I thought. I've been doing this now. I'm into my fifth year and my fourth rewriting of the book. <laughs> Maybe it'll sell. I don't think so, but... It's a work of art, uh, and I do a lot of reading. I've read I don't know how many books here now besides books that I had and they had accumulated because people are always giving me books to read over the years, and you can't read them all, but I'm very polite. I say, oh, thank you, and I kept them in a pile, several piles, and I'm getting through them now, uh, and I watch old movies on TV, and I do a little extra sleeping during the day by napping. That's my life. And I think I got at least one month more of doing this. I'm not whacking out yet. Uh, I've made friends on the internet, by the way. There's a whole world out there. I, even though I had the computer all these years, there's a whole world out there of people that just want to talk. They want to chat. It's a wonderful experience. Uh, and so many interesting type uh, shows are opening. Uh, for example, the, the musicians here in Key West, they can't work. They can't work in a bar. They can't work in a pub. Uh, So what do they do? They work from their homes. They're working off their cell phones. And they're playing and they're singing. And they're asking if you'd like the show, send a little money in. uh, Because everybody's got to survive. Uh, I've also discovered a new way of surviving, I would call it economically, bartering. I mean, you can't buy anything. One, I don't go to the supermarket. I have everything delivered uh, from Publix, which is a good thing, by the way. If you don't use it, use it. It's wonderful not to have to go to the supermarket. However, uh, there are things I need. I I, I, I found by bartering, I have a hell of a lot of paper towels, (laughs) tissues, (laughs) uh, water, Prule, is it? I don't know how to pronounce the word, P-R-U-E-L-L or P-U-E-L or whatever it is. 
Uh, I've got handy wipes like you wouldn't believe. I must have, right now I've got about 200 that I have in open packages of 100 each. Uh, and I've got other kinds of handy wipes. I wipe everything down with a disinfectant 18,000 times a day. When my groceries are delivered, I take each one out of the bag. And I wipe the package down. Everything gets wiped down. Frozen foods, non-frozen, even bananas I wipe the outside of. And then I wipe my hands with this stuff. And then the countertop from which I, you know, unpack the bag, I cover that with disinfectant. Uh, I've gotten fanatical, but you've got to do this, I guess. I don't want, this is not the way I want to die. I don't mind dying, but there's got to be a better way than this when I see what's happening to these poor people who go to the hospital. Be that as it may, that's the story of my existence. I don't know if you're interested or not interested. I don't know your experiences, but this is how I'm doing it, and I'm happy to do it because I want to save my ass. I, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to die. Very simple. And I'm not complaining about it. It isn't bad at all. Now, uh, we're going to have some interesting things to talk about this evening. Uh, we're going to go a few places. We're going. Where are we going? We're going to Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to China, Washington, D.C., New York City, and Big Pine Key. So what I want to do is start tonight with something that's just come up in the last three days. I think it broke Sunday in the news. Uh, and this is our good friend Rudy Giuliani, who is blaspheming and trying to take down Dr. Anthony Fauci over the Wuhan laboratory and $3.7 million that the United States uh, gave the lab oof, 2015, 2014, something like that. And, of course, Giuliani is accusing Fauci of all kinds of horrible things. And it makes sense. I'm going to tell you why. You notice in the last eight or ten days he's only been on TV for the, that, those task force uh, presentations once because he and Trump don't get along. You notice Trump would say this is going to be, and then Fauci would get up and say, well, it's got to be this way, not that way. They don't get along. Fauci speaks straight. He speaks truth. Trump lies. It's obvious. I think it's obvious to the whole country. Um, but they're going to get they're going to get Fauci now. He's got to go. And they set up a situation like the Ukraine with Biden Jr., which gave him the opportunity to go after Biden Sr., and nothing came of that. Here's the story, okay? Uh, Dr. Fauci has been the head of the federal agency he represents for, oops, it goes back into the 80s. Well-respected man, okay? Big man, works for a U.S. agency, well-respected. Uh, in, in 2015, around that time, first let me say this. I have never searched an issue so deeply as I have what I'm specifically talking about now. I discovered there is so little information available. There are probably 12, 14 articles I could find on the Internet. That's all. You would think there would be a ton of information. All but two of them are no more than two to four inches in height. You know, the typing, that's all. None of them have enough information 
to come to a definitive conclusion about anything other than why I think that they're trying to demean and put Fauci down. But I'll explain all this to you as I go along. So you're going to find there are going to be instances here where I say, I don't know. This is what I found. One says this, but here's what the facts show. But I can't back it up. There's nothing to back anything up. It's horrible. I've never found anything. I, I, I have a feeling of desperation searching for information on the issue. So here we go. It's 2014, 2015. Uh, the giant China's got this lab. They're opening Wuhan, W-H-U-H-A-N, laboratory. And the laboratory's purpose is they're, they're looking for uh, viruses that are going to cause ep- epidemics, okay? This is, now this is one of the first time I've had a problem time-wise. We also have to understand Obama's president at the time. Sometime during Obama's presidency, and I think the early to the mid part, uh, he signed an executive order or something. We, we cannot give money, the United States, to... Uh, a country or to anything that deals with viruses. Well, the whole function of this Wuhan laboratory uh, is not, you have to look at the purpose of the their investigation of the virus situation. They knew there was a virus, the whole world knew, called corona, okay, the coronavirus, and they wanted to discover its source, so they could prepare for it because several nations, including ours, thought that someday there was going to be an epidemic from the coronavirus, and we had to be prepared for it, okay? So Obama, even though he had this order out there, still before he signed the order and after he signed the order, was providing money to certain corporations, organizations, nations that were investigating possible epidemics, how we would be prepared for them when they came. And we were contributing every year so much money to various countries and so forth. Be aware that once Trump took office, uh, in the first three years he has been president, he cut from the budget all contributions to uh nations, organizations, etc., that were there to prepare us for a coming epidemic. All right? So his hands are not clean here, but that came later. Now, at some point, the United States gave $3.7 million, they were authorized to do, to China for the Wuhan lab. They didn't give it to China. They didn't give it to the Wuhan lab. They didn't give it to another organization called Wuhan Institute. They gave the money to EcoHealth Alliance. Now, I don't know what the hell EcoHealth Alliance is. I couldn't figure it out. All right? And I don't know what the difference is between Wuhan Laboratory and Wuhan Institute. I couldn't figure that out. You see the problems I'm running into? I suspect... The Wuhan lab is part of the Wuhan Institute, but I'm not sure. Uh, this is what I'm running into. Now, Giuliani discovers, you know, just like he found out that Biden was involved in the Ukraine. Uh, Giuliani discovers 
that Fauci, through his his national agency, the NI, I, I got it in my notes here, NIAD or something, uh, donated, contributed $3.7 million, he says, Giuliani, to the Wuhan laboratory that started, according to Trump, this whole virus because they were investigating bats, which is true. They've been investigating bats since 2014 at this lab because they think they're the source of the coronavirus, and it got out of the lab. Somebody got bit by a bat that was infected. So, because... Uh, Fauci uh, authorized or permitted this $3.7 million. He is the man, okay, okay, uh, that <laughs> paid for the damn virus that's killing us. That's, I say in quotes. That's what Giuliani says. He paid for the damn virus with United States money that's killing us. And the way Giuliani says it, he says, and I quote, I don't want to make any accusations. He's a muckraker. Do you see how he does? He's like Donald Trump. They're birds of a feather. I don't want to make any accusations. But he was the guy. He signed the paper. The money came through him. Well, let me tell you this. The money didn't come through Anthony Fauci alone. I can't find that he definitely signed the piece of paper authorizing this payment. There's nothing on it. I'm sure. But even if he did. He was just one of several agency representatives, different agencies, different officers of the United States government that were required to sign off before this money could be paid. I think there were four or five other agencies besides Fauci's that some honcho at these agencies had to sign and say, I approve. So Fauci isn't the only one approving this. It went through a number of people who all approved it. It was not a problem at the time. It was nothing secret, nothing hidden, okay? Uh, interesting, isn't it? That's not all of it, though, okay? Uh, let me see here. I got a ton of notes, and I'm just trying to pick things up from my notes here. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Uh Fauci is the head of the NIAD. I'm going to use letters because the federal government uses letters for everything. And I, it, you just go crazy searching out what these letters stand for. And I've got everything here. And I just go by the letters with this particular situation. And again, the whole thing went to Echo Health Alliances. Several people signed off on the authorization to provide the money, one of them being Fauci equal to all the others who signed, uh, and it was to check for the coronavirus as it could come from wildlife, perhaps bats. Now, this funding was approved in 2014. It, I think, and i got to say it this way, it took to 2019 to give that money to the lab. So it was going to this Echo Health Alliance, but somehow it ended up in the Wuhan lab's hands. From 2014 to 2019, the 3.7 wasn't given out at one time. That's the way it appears, if I've got it right. But every year, so much, all right? Um, 
Maybe that isn't the way it was done. Maybe it was given all at one time, but I can play Giuliani now because I came across this. During the first three years, I'm laughing, of Trump's presidency, $700,000 under Trump's White House, Trump's administration has been given to Wuhan labs for the same purpose. And here I'm waiting for Trump to say he hasn't said it yet. Look what Fauci did before he fires him, okay? He blames it all on Obama. Uh, but do you see? 700000 under Trump has gone for the same purpose that that 3.7 or a part of it went several years earlier, signed by Fauci. Uh, I don't know if they have to re-sign for the 700 or who signed it, or no one has to sign if it's part of the old money. Okay, interesting so far. Now, there is an agency of our government called NIH. Don't ask me what the hell this is either. But it's a primary agent of our government responsible for biomedical and public health research. The Wuhan Institute lists NIH, our agency, primary U.S. agency responsible for biomedical and public health research, okay, on their website as a partner, okay, as a partner with the work they do. And they also list as their partners in the work they do the University of Alabama, the University of North Texas, Harvard University, and the National Wildlife Federation. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing. I mean, this means they're working together, exchanging information. Are they sharing money? I don't know. Did they get any part of the 3.7? I don't know. I couldn't find tiddly dip about these things, and I dug. Now, it also turns out that Wuhan Lab built a new laboratory that cost $44 million, and construction was completed in 2015. I don't think any of the 3.7 million went towards that, but again, I don't know, and that number sticks out there like a sore thumb. Now, the Wuhan lab, this is a top flight operation, uh, also has strong ties with the Galveston National Laboratory at the University of Texas, the Galveston National Laboratory at the University of Texas, and Canada's Natural Microbiology Laboratory. So this isn't a shit operation. Uh, Trump is, not Trump, I blame Giuliani at the moment, is trying to say that the whole purpose, this money was used to create the virus, the coronavirus, so that coronavirus could be used to bring down the United States. And... China had this in mind back in 2014 or 2015, uh, five, six years ago when they started this, which could be if it's true. That's all I know about this. It sounds sort of flaky. There's nothing that really says Fauci was a bad guy. Uh, it, this is typical Trump Giuliani garbage. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'll let you know. But I told you what I could find and what I couldn't find, and I defy anyone to find more. That's how deep I dug. Okay, now moving on here. Little humor. 
Uh, Trump gave us a little humor last Friday, disgusting humor, but it's funny. You know, Clorox, Lysol, <laughs> you can inject it, put it in your body somehow, five minutes to kill the virus, and if you take it the right way, one minute. Also going to kill you, by the way. <laughs> also going to kill you. But he thought this was terrific stuff in the ultraviolet light. So I'm going I'm to read to you three headlines from different media, which came out over the weekend, okay? Forbes, Forbes, good magazine. Forbes had an article, and the article was titled, and I quote, Disinfecting Info, not information, Info, colon, how Clorox and Lysol took the White House to the cleaners. Isn't that nice? How, how Clorox and Lysol took the White House to the cleaners. The Boston Globe titled an editorial. The Boston Globe titled an, er- an editorial, and I quote, disinfected the White House of quackery. Disinfect, no, not disinfectant, I'm sorry. Disinfect the White House of quackery. Disinfect the White House of quackery. Then we have here in Key West a very little publication called Conk Life that puts out every morning only on the Internet what they call an e-blast, and it's maybe five or seven news articles, some about the keys, some not about the keys. And I read it every morning. It's informative. Uh, it gives some excellent information when it comes to local Key West things. Well, the e-blast also runs a, uh, a cartoon, a cartoon, a cartoon, and in today's e-blast, the cartoon, and this cartoon's done by a Tim Weaver, okay? Uh, he, he is from Key West, Tim Weaver, and he does what he calls the Bonehead Island cartoon. Understand that Key West was once called Bone Island because the Indians used to come here uh, when they were, ooh, they ate people, cannibals. And they'd bring the people they captured here to Key West. They'd kill them and eat them here, and they'd leave their bones. So the island initially, is, I think it's Spanish, Cayuso, but it's Bone Island, and he does, Tim Weaver, the Bone Island, Bonehead Island cartoon. And in this morning's e-blast, there, there is this uh, picture of Trump. And here's the verbiage that's part of the cartoon, and I quote, The president did not ingest Clorox. I repeat, the president didn't ingest Clorox. An idiot would know better. He said, inject, not ingest, inject Clorox. Inject. I'll read it again. The pre- you have to catch ingest and uh, inject. The president didn't say ingest Clorox. An idiot would know better. He said, inject Clorox. Inject, exclamation point. Now we're going to go to, where am I here? Ah, oh, tomorrow never comes. That sounds poetic, doesn't it? I came up with that terminology. It was in my blog this morning, too. Tomorrow never comes. What what, what am I talking about here? Tomorrow never comes. From the start of this uh, coronavirus uh, epidemic, uh, we've had need for masks, for, for inhalators, uh, for gloves, for everything. 
And when it came to the stuff that, that our medical people would wear, like the gloves, the masks, etc., cetera, uh, we were told the first time uh, Trump went on TV with his task force, we'll have them. Next week we're going to have several hundred thousand. After that, there wasn't a week that it wasn't going to be a million, then a million four. At one point it went to four million, but they never came. They always said, next week. They'll be here by the end of the week, next week, by the end of this week. And they never came. We got up to over $4 million we were going to get. We never got them. You all know. We, we don't have test kits. This is the stuff they were talking about. We don't have masks. Uh, all this stuff. And that's why I titled this, Tomorrow Never Comes. They keep promising. And tomorrow never comes. Now, when the president was on TV last night with uh, the vice president. They, don't call, they didn't call it a task force update. They've changed the name now. Since Trump screwed up with this Clorox Lysol thing, I don't think they know what the hell to do with the show. He had about a dozen uh, national CEOs on there to say, Mr. President, you're doing good, and we're doing this for you. We got $18 million of this, $15 million of that coming. And Trump said, now we're going to have this. And the numbers for what's coming are in the millions. The same things we've been waiting for for two months, by the way, except for the inhalators. He says he's got enough of those. Uh, but in the millions, four million next week, a hundred million. No, big numbers when you come to certain things in a month. Can't believe it. And all I can say is, I hope so. I hope finally. And because tomorrow never comes. My friends who are on Social Security, I am on Social Security. Very important what I am going to share with you. Uh, because I believe, as our president says, a promise made is a promise delivered. Remember that. A promise made is a promise delivered. He didn't deliver on all that stuff for the coronavirus medical people to wear or use on time, or numbers. Let's see what he's going to do with Social Security. Those who are on Social Security, as I am, who do not file tax returns, but have direct deposit into their checking accounts, will receive, it was announced today, will, no, yesterday, rather, I'm sorry, will receive the monies, their Social Security stimulus monies, was it $1,200 a piece, by the end of the month. The end of the month is two, three days from now. Two days from now. This is the 28th. 30 days of September, April, June, and November. So there's only uh, two days left. Now, <laughs> they've screwed up twice, the Trump administration, with the checks for small business. I've never seen anyone have so much money that they got to give out, and they can't give it out properly. They have to. This is our government. Forget they're blaming the banks. Forget the banks. The banks got to do what the government tells them. Uh, they, they just they they're going to do something. The government, the Trump administration, but they don't do their homework to arrange for things to run smoothly. They don't put the extra time in to do that leg work. So I'm curious. I'm curious. Are those of us who have direct deposit and don't pay federal taxes anymore? Are we going to get our check, our money <laughs> in our checking accounts by Thursday? It should be in the Thursday email. All right, that's.
that's it. Not the mail. It should be in the Thursday direct deposit. A promise made is a promise delivered. We have a food crisis coming. I've been talking about it for two months. I said we're going to run out of food. It's becoming more and more apparent every day. The, the, the food banks are being overwhelmed, especially in the major cities. Uh, the food shortages in Los Angeles, for example, food bank banks are up 40% in the people that need food, okay? Uh, and whether it is something planted in the ground, it's fruits or vegetables, or it's something coming out of a slaughterhouse, pork, steak, beef. The problem is the supply chain. We don't have the means now to get something from where it's grown or where it's prepared to the supermarket because the truck drivers aren't working, the people who put this stuff together aren't working, and with these people out of work, how the hell do you get it from where it grows or it's cut up? to where we can buy it. And because of that, there's no, we have less and less groceries in the supermarkets, and this is a real problem in the making. This, my friends, is the show for tonight. I apologize for spending so much time on this Fauci, Giuliani, uh, Wuhan Laboratory, $3.7 million thing, but I, it's important to know because this is going to grow. This is going to be a cancer growing like the Ukraine thing did, I think. And let's know up front what the details are, not necessarily what Giuliani tells us or Trump, what a guy like me digs up and what other people uh, will dig up and provide you also who are not involved with the government. You have a good week. Stay healthy. Wear your face mask. Don't be foolish and break the rules. And we'll all get together again together next week. Thank you and good night.